Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Stick violence, what is it? How do we respond to it? What is a, you know, comprehensive, coordinated response? Is it a, a health issue? Uh, is it a, a, a development issue? Is it a gender issue? Annabelle will be sharing that with us. Share any experiences, concerns about our response, especially post 2007 where we actually successfully enacted a law remember we also set up dovsu domestic violence victim support unit initially we started with waju right right i'm sure you remember what waju stood for but if you've joined us you're welcome on 055 11 11 997 we're live on facebook and youtube talking about domestic violence annabelle you're welcome Right. I don't think we've met, huh? Okay. I listen to you on radio every Sunday. Oh, have my sympathy. Yes, I've actually called on your program once. Really, 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 really. Okay. But I spent several years of my professional life in the gender space. Uh, In Mm -hmm. 2004, I think I was a program manager for WISE, Women's Mm. Initiative for Self-Empowerment. So all the 16 days of activism and been there, seen it, done it. But sometimes I sit with my sister, Angela, and we're like, have we progressed? Okay, do people understand domestic violence? Do they understand the harmful impact of domestic violence? And have we been successful in setting up a seamless and coordinated response system, <clears throat> sorry, for victims and help them to help them transition from victims to survivors? And this is what the ARC has been trying to do for 25 years. Congratulations to you anyway. Thank you very much. Right. So I know Angela will come in later and share the story of the ARC. But uh, just uh, refresh my listeners, you know, intimate uh, partner violence of many modes and forms within a domestic setting. Uh, most people understand that to be domestic violence, but give, give us a bit of clarity. Right. Thank you very much, Nante. And um, I'm so happy to be part of Ultimate Health today. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm happy you got my surname right. Mm-hmm. You actually pronounced it very well. Oh, good, good, good. Great, great, great. Right. I've been rehearsing all night. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So straight to the point. So um, basically, domestic violence um, per our laws mm-hmm. looks at um, violence that is perpetrated against persons within a domestic setting okay. or people who were formerly in a relationship or are still in a relationship. Okay. So we are talking about people who are married 
people who were previously in an intimate relationship, mm -hmm. um, children living with their parents, um, aunties, uncles. We're also looking at um, people living within the same household. Okay. So you're not related by blood, but you live within the same compound, okay. like we have in our compound, so the context, uh, compound houses. The relationships exactly help us to define yes please right. so any abuse that that goes on within the, these settings i've mentioned it okay. is considered as domestic violence per our law right yes okay please. so per our laws you know any wenchi wenchi or anything uh, angela and i love wenchi wenchi uh, but uh you know friction dysfunctional relationships uh, uh should i say uh discrimination and all that within this setting constitutes domestic violence yes. okay yes. if it has uh, roots or antecedents in gender relations then we can talk about gender-based violence yes right yes okay some people so, get it confused when we get to gender-based yes so domestic violence is a form of gender-based violence exactly. so gender-based violence basically looks at violence that is perpetrated a person based on your gender so you are um being you're being undertaken to um, female genital mutilation because you are female okay or you are being forced to marry below 18 years because you are female right uh -huh. so it's usually um looking at violence that is perpetrated against somebody because, because of, of your gender. gender okay so domestic violence is a form of gender-based violence okay. yes right let me just read out you know uh, i was trying to pull up the current data but i pulled up something which is from 2020 but it still sets the picture mm -hmm. the ghana police service uh, reported 16,000 cases of domestic violence in 2020 right almost certainly an underestimate of the problem as many cases of gender-based violence and domestic violence go unreported by victims who distrust or mistrust the legal system or fear stigmatization or retribution right 16,000 cases i don't know whether you are uh, armed with the current data mm -hmm. but most people will ask is this a big deal many people put it within a cultural envelope and say well yeah my mom went through this and that mm -hmm. but she was a strong woman and uh, we've survived so uh, why bring laws into the domestic setting or sometimes even into the bedroom mm -hmm. is it a is, is it a big deal Yes, so you know, um, domestic violence worldwide, not only in Ghana, is still seen as um, a private issue. So mm. a lot of people don't want to kind of wash their dirty linen in public. Okay. So you still have a lot more people not wanting to report because they say, oh, this is something between your father and you, or you and your husband, mm -hmm. or an uncle and, and a niece or something. So why should you, I mean, expose your family issues in the public? Mm -hmm. And like you're saying, it also has a form of cultural connotation. So okay. we still see, oh, how can you? report your father who is the head of the family or why would you want to expose or disgrace or embarrass your family so okay. yes so a lot more people will still not report um, um these incidents and like you're saying the statistics i'm sure it's higher than what you have because right. a lot more people don't report so these are cases that are reported so you can imagine the cases that are not reported okay so we setting. want to create an environment and a culture where people feel safe and comfortable to report that which is reported we must have a coordinated response for because there's always what i call system induced trauma mm. the system itself punishes you for reporting right whether it's the attitude of the police social welfare the judiciary and so on and so forth right which ends up um should i say discouraging the disclosure of something already damaging mm -hmm. okay so the ARC foundation has been rendering services in this area for 25 years yes. but what let's talk a bit you know briefly about the impact of domestic violence we know there's sexual violence right there's psychological emotional economic can you just take yes. us through and then let's look at the impact right so um so there are different um, types of violence mm -hmm. or abuse it can be used interchangeably so you have the physical okay. where the abuse is such that you see signs physically so okay. you have signs on the body or parts of the of of, of your body so mm -hmm. that's physical mm -hmm. and then you also have sexual violence okay. where you are forced somebody forces to have sex with you or you force somebody to touch your sexual parts or mm -hmm. you even force a child to watch pornographic materials okay that's a form of sexual abuse mm -hmm. and then you also have psychological violence which mm -hmm. you usually don't see but um it is something we don't see in our physical with our physical eyes but the abuse is actually impacting the mental right. well-being emotional abuse emotional abuse discrimination right. stigmatization exactly right and then you also have um 
social abuse. I mean, mm. there are several types. Even now, in recent times, we have the cyberspace abuse, yeah. where there's a lot of abuse going on within the cyberspace. So we, and then there's also economic abuse, where you are being prevented from access to um, economic resources. Mm. You are prevented from working or um, benefiting from family resources. Okay. We also have that. There's even spiritual abuse, mm. where, you know, some of these are pastors take advantage of people all in the name of um, <laughs> Christianity. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. One of the things I've always said working in this space mm -hmm. is that we <laughs> we ignore or neglect the impact of neglect as a form of abuse. And I tend to push that, you know, neglect. I won't pay your school fees. I won't do this. I won't give you money for this and that and that and that is a, a major uh, contributor and a very prevalent form of abuse. Service providers, mm. social welfare, oh, even with the act, it's one of the highest cases we receive mm -hmm. where a mother reports a partner, sometimes married or not, where the, the man fails to provide okay. uh, for the family. So you don't pay the child's fails school fee. or refuses. Refuses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yes, let's use the word refuses. Uh, uh, because the person is capable of doing it. Sometimes by the they are person. not capable. Sometimes they are not capable. Right. Uh -huh. But sometimes they are capable. Even if you are not capable, what we usually say is that by you eat. Okay. I mean, the child has to eat. Okay. So you should find a way of providing for your family. Okay. So there's no excuse to say that you right. cannot pro provide. Okay. Folks, if you just joined at 21 minutes past the hour of 2 on Joy 99.7 FM with me, Naughty by Nature, the program is Ultimate Health. We're listening to Annabelle Poilia from the ARC Foundation. They're celebrating 25 years responding to domestic violence. And we're looking at the impact and matching it with the response services. What should we be giving or rolling out as a response to domestic violence? Uh, in 2014, I've forgotten the span or the tenure, but I was on the Domestic Violence uh, Management Board, mm. right? A feature of our law. There's even a Domestic Violence Victim Support Fund, another uh, nebulous thing that we don't hear too much about. We've rolled out certain things. We've got Dovsu firmly entrenched within the police service, right? With trained officers and personnel responding to domestic violence. So have we? how far have we come? in the 25 years that I, I can celebrate with uh, Art Foundation. If you've ever had any experience with Dove Sue, the police, the judiciary, let us know. How did they treat you? How did you find the response? Have you had to go to hospital for a uh, medical examination or a medical report to confirm sexual assault, uh, defilement or whatever? What was the response like? Have you ever had to seek um, shelter? Run away from your own home with or without your children. And I'm talking about secure shelter because you can be pursued mm -hmm. to, to, to the so-called um, sanctuary, yeah. right? And therefore, the abuse can persist and continue. Share with us. WhatsApp is 055-11-11-997. Surely we'll be joined by the chief Lele Kudolo. Yes. <laughs> the what? four-star, five-star admiral of the ARC, <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Reverend Dr. Angela Dramna Boaji herself. Right. right. So, um, okay, so we've got a sense of what it is, right? Um, where do we position or how do we capture what is needed or let's look at the impact and then what is needed. How does this harm a person? Right. So and then, then let me ask you, ask you to add as well, you know, the way we've defined it, the way the law defines it, it is gender neutral, which means men can be victims, boys yes. can be victims as well as, if not equally yes. uh, vulnerable, but as well as women and girls. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So before I go to the impasse, like you're saying, you are right. Um, Domestic violence doesn't only affect females. Males are also affected, children, mm -hmm. men. Oh, only yeah. that um, comparing the statistics, mm -hmm. more women or more girls tend to suffer from domestic violence. Okay. But we also have men suffering from domestic violence, boys mm -hmm. suffering from domestic violence. And we've had reports of men walking into our, se our office okay. um, for our services. Now let's look at the um, impact of domestic violence on, on an individual. In fact, the, the impact is mind-blowing. Yeah. I mean, 
mean, people have died as a result of um, being um, submitted to domestic violence. We've had people die. People have been maimed because their arms, their limbs have been chopped up by their partners. People have lost acid thrown on people. People have become blind. They've had all sorts of head injuries. People have um, damaged eardrums and I mean, the impacts are, are, are endless. Um, people have had self, low self-esteem. The young girls, young children in school. I remember when we were growing up in school, there were some people in school who were very shy. Some were very reserved, very quiet. And there were some who were also very hyper. Mm. And, you know, we, we used to think that uh, these people are some way. But who knows? Some of them may have suffered from domestic violence. And right. because they didn't get any help, that's why they are exhibiting that kind of signs um, um, in school. People have suffered from... All all sorts of mental um, health disorders people have had um, um depression people have had suicidal thoughts because they don't have anyone to talk to sometimes even your family itself is not so supportive mm. so i mean they would rather and uh, end their lives than i mean get get right. help and you know it's also very difficult for people to come out to to okay. report so you would rather stigma end the stigma alone hey, you'll be branded hey this woman's husband how can you report i mean your how husband? can you report your husband i mean right. that's what people would say or sometimes even parents Parents or relatives will tell you, ah, but this thing is normal. I Me, mean, when I was growing up, when I first got married, I had this issue. So just saying, things will change, things like that. Okay. So people don't want to um, report sexual violence. I mean, young girls have had fistula. People have suffered from fistula because they were um, defiled at a very early stage. They had to give birth and they ended up having right. um, the, the, that condition of fistula. People have had children, um, teenage girls having children because they've been defiled by their fathers, by people, friends, um, things like that. Mm. And um, I mean, the, it, it's endless. Okay. They're endless. The let, me, let me share. I remember uh, an eight-year-old child in mm -hmm. school confided in his classmate that mm -hmm. he was terrified and horrified at the impending and likely divorce of his parents. And he was talking about how this affected him and he didn't want to have to choose between his mother or his father. And therefore, you know, he couldn't sleep and so on and so forth. He told his classmate, eight-year-old, who told his mother that this is what my classmates said and wanted to know a bit more about divorce and things <laughs> you know and the mother was a bit you know shocked mm. but felt an obligation to inform the school that this is what this boy is going through and has shared mm. so looking at the, the spectrum of impacts that we've talked about health Right, some people contract sexually uh, transmitted diseases, diseases, yes, and so on and so forth. Mm. So, we need a broad spectrum of response, and I believe this is what um, the ARC has been doing over the years. I see, is my sister online, Angela? Hello, <laughs> oh, I can't hear Angela. Abig, what have you done? Hello, Angela, on mute. Hello. Yes, hello, hello, hello. Look, look at you looking like a pretty, pretty young <laughs> chick. Uh, uh, Chief Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. 
LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Le cudo lo. Eh? Naughty Uh, being on the ramparts with you and many others, both male That's and right. female. And I remember one training we did in whole years ago with the female, uh, the women's caucus of parliament. And, uh -huh. we, and we had a lunch break and we went to our rooms and then my phone rang and I knew it had to be Angie. And uh, she said, ah, so have we gone or have we come? Because some of the things that we were hearing after years of spending time Shocking, eh? and, you know, fighting for laws. At that time, we didn't have the law, if I remember rightly. But yes, yes it's been 25 years of the ARC Foundation. Mm -hmm. ah, grandma. Eh? Mm. Uh, One in reality, in fact. Just, 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 you know, let's not go into the history, but what has the experience been? What was the motivation and what has been the sustenance over the years dealing with such a hydra-headed uh, problem in the cultural setting in which we live? Um, Nauti, you just made it a hydra-headed question, and okay. I don't know how you expect me to But that is why you question. are Reverend Dr. <laughs> Admiral. Yes. So <laughs> let, me, let me try and do the best that I can. Well, you know, the motivation simply was to try and provide a place of safety where people could be heard and to be able to talk about their issues um, and, and get a listening ear okay. and possibly answers, despite the kind of system that we had, which okay. still persists to some extent even now, right. after so many years. So, yes, I, I grew up thinking that this is work that I would want to do. Um, of course, in our own backgrounds, we had experienced different kinds of violence. If it's not your own home, it's in the community. If it's not in the community, you hear it on the news, and so on and so forth. And I had a keen sense that, particularly when you look at relationships between men and women, boys and girls, some mm -hmm. things were just not right. Okay, okay, so that's where you talk about the gender the gender-based, that side of it, okay, right. where especially power seems to be stacked on one side more than the other, and in that sense, if not restrained, many things can happen. And so, basically, um, yes, Note, you know, we started talking about this together with all the other um, people, oh, um, boy. the, the owners, the lowers, the feeders, Fida, Aula, <laughs> Lawa, yes, uh, Lawa, Fida, Wilda, name it, Exactly. And um, a, a momentum was built until we got to pass the Domestic Violence Act, which happened after about 10 years of advocacy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but then we also managed to get to Waju going. And uh, for us, the good thing about Waju is that it now provided a face mm -hmm. to the things we're saying that some people said were not true. Right. Okay. Uh, yes. So now there's a police station, and people are actually reporting these cases to the police station. They're being documented. Right. It's not a group of people who have been, you know, Western brainwashed kind of thing and okay. saying these things happen in our society. Angela, if so I may just come in, if I may just mm -hmm. come in. So when yes. we talk about the push for Waju, and I remember yes. some of those things distinctly, and I think uh, mm -hmm. some of the critical watershed things happened under IGP. The one who was the chief was it in Sia? Um, um, there was in Sia. Was it a no, there was in Sia. Yes, yeah, he was a chief yes. as well, or something. To create a service within the police mm -hmm. service of mm -hmm. trained personnel, right? Yes. The question I want to ask is so the, the legal or the enforcement response was critical. <laughs> Right, very much so. We needed very much so a law enforcement approach to domestic violence. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. We didn't Two want to prongs. do it corner uh, corner. You see me, I know see. No, you. no, 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 no. Like the usual thing, go back and talk to your Ebusia Penny. Okay. You know, a woman will go to a police station and tell them that she's being, you know, being battered. Right. And they'll give the woman water to drink and say, look, we are chasing after armed robbers. Don't come and waste our time. Right. You see, so we had we had the criminal law. Yes. Okay. And it speaks, it has many provisions that can uh, take care of assault, battery, rape, sexual assault, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But you see, domestic violence has a, a certain kind of nature. Mm-hmm. It comes with certain dynamics. Mm-hmm. And the criminal law was not responding properly to it. That's why we needed a legal response. Exactly. And we also needed an institutional response. Okay. One that created an, a unit that would say, yes, indeed, we have a problem. Okay. And we need a law enforcement response that will also coordinate other uh, services. Okay. So that if you come with a hydra-headed problem, which usually domestic violence is, mm-hmm. you won't only go through the police and justice system, but you're likely to also be have services from uh, counselors, psychologists, social work, childcare issues, economic empowerment issues. That was the idea. Okay. And that went into sure. both the law and even the subsequent policy wow. that uh, came out. Right. Yeah. Folks, if you just joined us, 33 minutes past the hour of 2 on Joy 99.7. We're taking a look at the response to domestic violence, right? Its effects, its impacts. It damages lives, families, futures, opportunities, you name it. Just on Zoom, you've just heard speaking Reverend Dr. Angela Dramina Abwaji, the founder, uh, chief everything, and chief servant of the ARC Foundation. They are celebrating 25 years. Yes, their 25th anniversary. In the studio with me is her program manager, Annabelle, we're looking at the range of responses and tying them to the impacts, okay? If you have to run to the hospital because you've had acid poured on you or your head or your nose smashed or broken, uh, should the hospital and the doctor respond to you in a different way as against the ordinary or the other cases that come, right? So we had to have a health, a structured response within the health sector, Right. Um, what should social welfare be doing for you if you are displaced right now or you've run away from home mm-hmm. with or without your children? Right. And so on and so forth. So the social welfare had to have a response. What is the judiciary supposed to do if you are a child and you are a victim? Are you supposed to face the alleged per- perpetrator feedy uh, feely? Uh, in court or can you be protected and so on and so forth so we've had to uh, fashion and create a level a special special levels and modules of response ARC Foundation has been doing some of this. If you have any questions, concerns, anything you want to share and experience with any of these systems we're talking about or even with the ARC Foundation itself uh, you can share with us 055-1111-997. We're live on Facebook and YouTube. I will activate the phone lines right now. I'm very passionate about this. Eh? And I would want to hear voices of men as well. Mm. Yeah, I love that when I'm doing this kind of stuff. Eh? Yeah. 030-221-6541. That's Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM. How has Waju, eh, sorry, Dovsu treated you? And there was a reason we changed the name to Dovsu. Uh, because people were hearing women and juveniles. It's like, hey, now we the men, <laughs> Charlie, some of them, they are beating us too. Uh-huh. And sure. they don't like saying it. So, and uh, Dovsu opened it out. And it also created a professional line of trained police that also had, uh, should I say, uh, a line of progression, pro- uh, promotion, and so on and so forth. Hitherto, it was thought that if you go and do domestic violence, you will not move and climb within the police service. We fought for so, those kinds of things. So share with us if you have any concerns there. So um, let me quickly come back to Angela, then I'll come to you, uh, Annabelle. Angie, are you there? Yes, I'm right here. Okay, so you've been doing this. Ark and Shelter tells us that, look, you provide physical shelter, uh, whether you have uh, studio apartments or what, we don't know. But... Um, <laughs> Tell us a bit about that and whether that is all you've been farming out. I have your program manager here as well. But um, mm-hmm. where does shelter come in and how, how can you provide shelter for such a problem? I mean, you need uh, about 10 University of Ghana-sized campuses to sort <laughs> this out. What kind of act do you have and what do you provide? Just if you can share with us. Yeah. So, uh, uh, thank you, um, Naughty. Um, Annabelle is my boss in this matter, you know, so okay. you would have better asking She's Annabelle. She's the senior house mistress. 
the shelter is one of the services that we provide. Okay. So usually people would come to us through the police, the social services, EOCO, anti-trafficking units, and, and an NGO, or they can walk in or use a hotline. Okay. And they would usually come to to us um, at, the, at the office, which is here in Accra, in Hatu, okay. basically. Or we can talk to them online and, right. and tell them to go so because of that we are also we are also networked with other agencies, uh, service agencies. Right. for example the around us the SUS, the social welfare and you because you can't do this alone okay okay and then um the shelter is only when you are assessed as needing shelter okay because there's some so people, there is a needs assessment of your case exactly you exactly. have to right do that assessment so as a, a part of the process of our counseling is also doing the needs assessment practical needs, strategic needs and so on okay. and sometimes you discover that the person has been brought to you and they don't know where they're going to sleep that night okay. why because the operator is still in the place their residence right okay or they, they there's just no alternative accommodation for them okay any place now, mm-hmm. thankfully, we are in uh, in in a cultural situation where most people still have homes. They have uncles, aunties, you know, friends, church pastors, and so on. That's a good advantage for us because it's not everybody who is even running who needs the shelter. So, Angela, when you mentioned the the mm-hmm. extended or nuclear family support system, mm-hmm. you're, you're doing an assessment of well, what kind of support, what resources available to this person, mm-hmm. even in Ex- their distress. And is it exactly. is it safe resource we can use, right? Exactly. Because my husband so can hear that you are with Uncle Atu, Uncle Atu, mm-hmm. Uncle mm-hmm. Merba. Mm-hmm. You get his share. So when you are talking about safe shelter and doing this kind of mm-hmm. uh, risk analysis and assessment, mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. looking at a victim within the context of the problem, but you're you're also trying to find out if I put you here, can I still be helping you, and will you be safe? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. And that's an Important part of the process. Sure. Look, not there are even victims. Let's say married persons mm-hmm. who are in a situation. You know, they just want the abuse to stop. Right. It's not the, the marriage they want to get out because they didn't sign up to marry their enemy. Let me put it that way. Okay. okay? But things have become that way, and there's abuse going on. Mm. They still, despite your birth counseling, they are not ready to move out. Okay. You need to work with them. To be safe, even in that same abusive environment. Right. And the safety planning is also another part of the process where we find that the person is not ready to take a decision, and these are adults, not the they've children. come to That's you, a- and they are not ready to commit to even moving to your place, right? Not, they're not ready. Not they ready. They are not ready. Oh yes, because of course it's, it it's still a kind of thing, you know. Uh-huh. Some place you don't know what's going to happen to me, my children, and all of that. Even where I work. Can I go from where to there? Okay. So many calls. Right. And so let, me, let, let me give you a breather. Let me give you a breather, eh, folks. I need to give this my sister a breather because the two of us, we can go on like uh, uh, rap, 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 rap artists. Yeah. But uh, if you've just joined us, we're taking a look at the response to domestic violence. Some call it a silent pandemic. Indeed, there are statistics and research that demonstrate that during the COVID across the world, DV, domestic violence, went up. People were staying and locked in spaces with partners they already had issues and friction with. And this uh, prolonged period where they couldn't go anywhere, where they were locked down, oh, there was an escalation. I also am aware, and I'm sure Angela and Annabella are aware, domestic violence escalates or increases under situations where there's uh, intense demand for resources. So women are more likely to be abused when they are pregnant, and so on and so forth. Share with us if you have any experiences, questions, concerns. Uh, WhatsApp is 055-11-11-997. Phone line active 030-221-6541. Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7. I beg if I have anything on the WhatsApp screen, just put it up for me so I can... Annabelle, so yeah... Uh, we're talking about the physical okay. structures. So, you know, you know, what do you have? Is it a uh, like a hotel? Is it what? And, you know, because Angela says, well, you have an office. Mm-hmm. In terms of safety and security, if your location is known, 
why can't we come and beat all of you <laughs> in the name of eh, please you are spoiling my marriage mm. uh, what do you have physically just quickly right so um our head office is located in accra at yeah. hacho okay. so that is a um, public knowledge everybody right. knows that's your head office that's our head office emphasis on office office yes, offices and then our crisis center so that's where we usually receive cases okay and that's where the assessment also takes place all right but the shelter is in a confidential location it is sheltered yes pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks then there are drinks from mcdonald's Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. So um, it is only our network partners and a few other people who know where the shelter makes is sense. Um, it located makes sense. because right. of the kind of cases um, we receive. So okay. there are instances where um, maybe victims have to be sent directly to the shelter. So okay. our network partners like Dobsu, Social Welfare, these they know where, where the facility is. Okay, so right. am I coming with my children or my whatever? Uh, look, I've landed. This is my, my cargo, my hand luggage. You're, you're suggesting to us that ARC for 25 years will receive uh, st such nebulous or difficult to define cases and mm -hmm. you will accommodate them when it comes to shelter. Yes. So, um, like Doc mentioned, um, usually when cases are reported, an assessment Joy. is done first. Okay. So, there are instances where the person might not need to go to the shelter, but right. the person needs um, our, our other services, other service. like counseling, psychological help, referral. Exactly. We okay. also do referrals. Okay. But where the person needs shelter, and even with that, like Doc was saying, um, usually our shelter is the last resort because we also do an assessment of the resources you have around okay. you. So, if you can live with maybe a relative or a friend okay. and then you'll be safe right. then uh, we can look at that option okay. there are instances where people move to let's say a relative or a friend and then the perpetrator walks up to that place mm -hmm. so the person has to come to the, the shelter the fact that you have had the audacity to even move Exactly. Right. Yes, they go and harass people. The abuser, the perpetrator. Exactly. So yes. shelter must be well considered. Yes. And well sheltered. Exactly. And secure. Yes. Right. Yes. So we have. Otherwise, you are causing more trouble than you set out to solve. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. If yes. you relocate a person and that relocation is not informed and well resourced, then you are causing trouble. Exactly. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes, so that's why it's important that we do the assessments mm. before we take the person to the shelter. In fact, um, last year we've we had cases of perpetrators walking up to our head office Joy. because that is <laughs> everybody knows where the head okay. office is. So we had perpetrators walk to up to the office okay. to threaten us because they heard that <laughs> so, your partners or right. I mean people so were in our essentially shelter. because the ARC Foundation is working in a collaborative and coordinated uh, role with mm -hmm. other partner agencies yes it's not just your capacity which you are looking at in placing a victim yeah right yes so you yes. can call other partners and exactly. relocate somebody or get them additional required services and support. Exactly. So like we mentioned, because domestic violence is a hydra-headed oh, issue, mm -hmm. only one person alone cannot um, support um, a victim or right. a survivor. So you need to work with other agencies. So okay. we work with DOVSU, we work with social um, welfare, because okay. DOVSU has to handle the criminal mm. aspects, investigations. Okay. Social welfare also have a role to play. Um, they help us with social inquiries okay. and they help us um, to resettle victims. We also have to work with the hospitals okay. because um, when a victim reports a case to Dobsu, you know, you, they give you a medical form. Okay. You have to be assessed by the um, medical services. Okay. Yes. Great. Let me read a couple of messages. Good afternoon, Norte Dua. Some of us don't patronize these agencies because of the behavior of some typical example is Madame Fidelia. Okay, I'm reading this with some reticence, all right? Talking about a lady at Dovsu at the ministries at Accra. She's very harsh, <laughs> talks to people without any 
form of respect. Uh, let me scroll, scroll, scroll. Okay, I think that's what he wanted to say. Mm -hmm. uh, Miku, can you take me back to the next one? Uh oh, what did I do? Okay, all right. Abeku's handling that. So this mm -hmm. is somebody giving their experience at Dovsu. Um, we, we, we do a lot of good work, but sometimes we must gi give ventilation to the uh, other side of the story. Yes. Uh, we can't verify this. Um, mm -hmm. Good afternoon. I really don't like... No, this is a match about Chelsea, no? Football, not now. Um, so, yeah. WhatsApp is 055 We're looking at matching... Uh, the responses to domestic violence and uh, I have Dr. Reverend Dr. Angela Dramna Boajid, the founder of the ARC Foundation they are celebrating 25 years of responding, uh, balancing uh, lives and doing all the things that they've been doing for 25 years it has not been easy, I will get to chip in somewhere or get them to chip in how they even sustain this or re resource or finance this all right it sounds all very good but how do you keep it going because mm -hmm. the violence is not stopping mm -hmm. right so we need to look at that but angie if i can come back to you um very quickly so how do you situate this in law because we have a law now there's mandatory reporting and all that so we can't hide a case if we receive it but what stops anybody from like the same way somebody builds a hostel for university students hey Charlie, this business how to charge people? We have a shelter. If you facing Wahala, uh, how do you situate and protect this kind of service you've been doing uh, courageously and generously for 25 years within law? Can anybody just say, I have a safe haven? Why can't a church just get up and say, we also have a safe haven, uh, whether or not we have trained counselors and all these mm -hmm. coordinated bridges and links with other agencies? Well, not a, okay. So first of all, I'm I'm not a reverend. I'm I'm not a reverend. So Ooh, please don't kill my fire. And he's fine. You've always said we'll start a church. I'm Why a are you doing that? In my church, I'm not a reverend. You are my also for mommy. But I'll yeah. collect. I'll collect the money. Please go ahead. Okay, thank you very much. And then we will say yes. But yes. So in fact, the law clearly says uh, how you can set up a facility like this. Okay. It doesn't stop anybody All right. from wanting to do that. And I even the government has tried doing it. Okay. We are hoping it will come up. Mm -hmm. There's another organization that is attempting to do it. Okay. And we are hoping that will also come up because for a country with just uh, one functional uh, abuse women shelter, I mean, that's not a very nice comment. To. Right. So you can do it if you want to. But you need to say, I'm committing time. Time. I'm okay. committing you know, time to also look for the resources because look, it is from a hook, it's hook, line, and sinker. Right. It's body, soul, and spirit. It is the person comes and the totality of the person oh, is, 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 your, is your matter, if you like. Okay. okay. And sometimes they also come with children and all of that. So you should make sure that when you are doing it and doing it legally, mm -hmm. you should make sure that you are, you, are, you are satisfying the legal requirements and you can find it in the Domestic Violence Act and the regulations that were passed uh, okay. sometime in 2016, I think. Right. Uh, and then you, you can apply for your licenses and all of that okay. so that you can run the shelter. Do it properly now, and legally. Right. Uh, yes, legally. You can't say I'm charging for services. Is that look? There are elite women who may be able to pay. All they right. usually won't access these services because Notei and I know mm -hmm. that lots of elite women find it very difficult to talk mm -hmm. about abuse. Okay. Even if they are abused, they would still um, say it's something else or they'll minimize it and so on. So the usual run of people who would come to our services and go to the police and so on, mm -hmm. many times they are those who cannot afford uh, to pay and believe right. you me, you if you have to pay for counseling service, assessment service, hospital service, mm -hmm. police uh, taking vehicle for police to go and arrest perpetrator and mm. all of that, can you imagine? Right. Who would access a service like that? Okay. So it's not something you can charge for. That is why we are asking people to support us. Okay. okay? Ask people to actually help sustain this kind of work because and. But not there aren't many people who are doing this. Right. You and I know. Hmm. Exactly. That is why you are refusing to retire, right? She cannot retire. It and then uh, the next day you, uh, you have a call from somewhere or sure. you meet somebody who is so Mimia. different now. You say, wow. Mimia, I Angela. That contribute to that. Now, you know? now the violence is digital. <laughs> you, are on, you are not going anywhere. We can access <laughs> you 
uh, on Zoom. Right, folks, uh, we're running out of time, but uh, we will extend this next week. Um, but yeah, what do you think? Share with us. Uh, many of you are complaining about challenges with our sound and our audio not uh, synchronizing with the video. Those of you online, we mm -hmm. appreciate all of you, whichever way and whichever platform you are listening on, right? And uh, I'm sure our technical guys will take note. Mm -hmm. Okay, sometimes, yes, that's the challenge with, you know, when we were doing some of these things, chalk was chalk and blackboard was black. But uh, <laughs> now, whatever is passing through the air, maybe some vulture took the sound and then another one took the... But bear with us. Okay. So we have a system of response. We have an example or a model like ARC, which we now can't say is in, is, is in, in its teething uh, stages. They've piloted, modeled, um, delivered, executed this over 25 years. Angie and I have been part of what um, the na National Advocacy uh, mm -hmm. Plan and we yeah. we looked yes. at NAP and looked at how mm -hmm. the judiciary, the police, everybody is responding. Mm -hmm. Are we in sync or are we telling victims different things? And are mm. we are we also part of punishing them? Right. So mm. twenty five years is a good time to also look at are we at par? And I know and I'm, let me mention this that the Art Foundation and other agencies do a lot of training, capacity building, and education because if you don't understand the nature of this human phenomenon uh, you're going to be causing a lot of trouble you hear from one side and you execute a biased you know harmful yeah. intervention okay you've got to look at the needs of children you've got to look at this you've got to look at that and so on and so forth right it is very very slippery and it is indeed not only slippery but it's a minefield so for them to have done it for 25 years ha huh, I don't envy but them. God, uh, not I don't this envy them. Your faith in God must really be up. Your faith it's in like God. Based on God. Seriously. Please, please. We know God and the ark, you know. Mm -hmm. They are no, close. They are close. So we come mm -hmm. to you. You will drive <laughs> or sail us to God. Uh, that yeah. is why you are getting closer to Sofumami. But mm -hmm. Annabelle, let me, mm -hmm. let me come to, to you quickly as we try to wrap up and then look at maybe another segment next week where mm. we, we draw more responses. Okay. Right? Because, yeah, I go to the hospital. A doctor wants me to wait in line. Angela knows that we tried very hard to do what we call the Gender Violent Victim Support Network so that a letter from you, a referral from you or from a doctor, it goes through the different agencies and the victim doesn't suffer further. Can you, in a brief couple of sentences, give us a sense of, from your ARC, you know, foundation, how is this coordination working and how is it protecting victims from being further victimized by the system? You get to the police, they are also asking you things you were asked at ARC. You get to Dovsu, they don't even sound as friendly as you thought they should be, mm -hmm. right? And so on and so forth. How is that coordination going or looking? Right. So in, in terms of um, coordination, um, I think we haven't really oh, done too well um, in that regard. Seven. Because um, like you're saying, um, you report a case to the police and then you are referred to the hospital. You still have to repeat the same story. Mm. You are referred to another place. You still have to go to. And so a lot of people get re-traumatized. There are instances where we people still, say, oh, still, yeah. I'm tired because why do I have to keep repeating myself like that? I'm tired. I don't in want other to. other African countries, they have a one-stop shop where the lawyers, the, the, the the judiciary, the social welfare, the psychologists, the medical, and all that is in one place. One place. We're not there. We are not. So I know the Dofsu One Stop Center yeah. uh -huh, is supposed to have that kind they of even facility. They have an online facility. Yes, yeah, so that. where you have all those people um, at one place, but okay. it's still work, work in progress. Work in progress. So, yes. But it's progress. It, well, there's progress to some extent. Okay. Yes. I know they'll jump on my neck after this program. They'll sure. say, you didn't invite us. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. So there's progress, but we're not there. We are not there yet. All right. We are not Our there job yet. is to help victims transition to survivors. Mm. If we still have these portals and uh, speed ramps and all sorts of things on the way, uh, that becomes very frustrating for the people who come, they listen to a program like this and they rush to us. Mm. How do you address that? I understand you have counselors and so on and so forth, but how do you address this? 
Right. So, so that's why it's important we continue talking to, to um, people. So sensitization has to go on. We still have to continue raising awareness about these things. And then the institutions also have to be given the right resources, the right training, so that they'll be able to respond to um, cases of um, domestic violence. And so it's it's a continuous process. Okay. Process we have to continue because the moment you relax, everything um, falls down. So we need to um, right. continue and putting okay. more efforts. Okay, great. My husband has never paid the children's school fees. Is it domestic abuse? My name is Barbara. <laughs> so has never paid. Never right? paid. We we're not talked. About, uh, we're not hearing about his capacity to pay. He, but yes. he has never paid. He has never paid. And she's 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 listening to us and asking: Is, is, is are the children being abused? So, you know, we mentioned neglect um, earlier on. Right. And we're saying that there are people who are capable right. of paying, but they are not, you see. So that's a form of economic... I haven't been beaten. This is my issue. Can I come to the ARC? I haven't been beaten. This is my issue. School uh -huh. fees. Uh-huh, school fees. Right, so I come to the ARC, right? Yes, And then yes. can the ARC you know lead and refer me to seek redress for this domestic issue so what usually have you need to hear from the other party why are you not able to pay sure. your child's fees? what i'm saying is Anna, <laughs> do you have the authority to call this husband and say eh madam say right would you come and sit with us or don't you have that jurisdiction right yeah. Right. So there are some people who wouldn't want to go to the authorities. Okay. They don't want their cases to go to social welfare or dubs. So they would okay. want us to um, invite the party and then um, listen, okay. listen to them. Mm -hmm. But there are some people who maybe, especially where this thing has gone on for a very long time, okay. you try to get other people to intervene and it's mm -hmm. not working. Then they will be willing. In fact, we encourage them so, to uh, report to the appropriate agency so right. that uh, they that can seek redress. They can seek especially redress. Especially that because now we do have we've had a law exactly. for quite a while yes all right so yes. under the law it can be directed there was news and the news item sometime back that a woman reported the husband or her husband to dovsu the woman later realized that her husband and the dovsu officer are in romantic chats <laughs> what can this complainant do right so somebody is suggesting that well somebody has compromised themselves mm -hmm. and they are uh what a representative officer mm -hmm. of an agency in mm -hmm. this case Dovsu. Dovsu. Uh, what can this person do that is so um unprofessional because okay. <laughs> why should you <laughs> get into a relationship with somebody who is reporting a, a case to you i mean well it's, it's, this it's person so has complained what what should they do can they where do they report this because this is obviously somebody in the agency where these things are reported mm -hmm. i went and reported now it looks like the person uh, is is doing some you know things with my husband what do i do right so um so we've had instances where um, people have uh, reported cases of misconduct okay. of, of police officers and um you can report to um pips you can petition pips okay. or even uh, um, the cid for for misconduct all right actually. you can yes. petition okay yes. the lady barbara who said her husband has never paid the fee says he's very capable of paying he's a doctor Mm. All right, so this needs to be processed and taken through the system. Yes. Right? Yes, yes. So long as I'm hearing from Barbara that she doesn't seem reticent or reluctant mm. to, to move forward mm -hmm. on this. All right? Sometimes we, we act on these things and then the person is no longer willing. All right? Yes. Let me take a word from Angie. I do promise we'll come back to this okay. uh, next week. Angie, 